Welcome, my beloved congregation. As you all know, the solstice of the Lamb is upon us. And as such, we adorn our appropriate head dressings. That which will keep the lust demons at bay and remind us that we are but shells to his will. As I am the true Messiah, I bear the burden of knowledge you seek and will share this knowledge openly with you, provided the tithe is paid and that you men in attendance are open to my private soul encounters with your wives. Now let us recite the daily affirmation. I walk in the wind towards the baby that cries, so I may scoop it up and deliver it Dude, from evil. I can't be curled up in this pew anymore. This chanting is driving me crazy. It's, oh, it's so bad. Oh, man, why does everyone smell so terrible? My forehead's itchy. Do we have to wear these strap-on dildos to our forehead? I mean, it's so heavy. It's pulling my head down. Why, is you, why did you get the biggest fucking one? I don't know, dude. They, you said that they had strap-on. Is that the Great American Challenge? It's the Great American Challenge. These are It's like a five-foot dildo on your head. How, dude, how, was you, how were you even able to keep your head up? I just wanted to fit in. I've got excellent neck strength. Jeremy, even right now in this pew that we're trying to hide and steal this guy's podcast, it's like a shark fin above the fucking pew. Well, I just wanted to be, be accepted. I wanted to fit in, okay? I mean, that is how we got in the door in the first place, but... Okay, all right, dude. Right. What are they even... We're waiting for a lull. I think they're going into a... I think, yep, they're going into a... Oh, God. Ugh. All right, this is our chance. All right, just grab crawl. Just... You said they worship this thing? That's, that's uh, my understanding. I don't know. <laughs> you worship a podcast. I thought the dumbest thing about these people was the fucking dildo on the forehead. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, Jeremy. All right. Settle down. It's right there. You want me to... Yeah, you have to stay here. Your fucking dildo's too big. You're going to get seen immediately. I, I got the, the normal one. <laughs> that's a three-inch dildo, Mike. That's the, like not I normal. said, the normal that's one. That's not normal. All right. Bananas for the outreach. And everyone's get, 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 very excited about it. Oh, oh, it's so now, slimy. Oh, God, what is that? Just crawl, crawl out, crawl out. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, so God, no, no, shit. Oh, shit, they're throwing their dildos at us. Oh, we got acceptable. Everything's so sticky. Michael and Jeremy steal your podcast. Uh, it's even though it's sticky. So sticky. <laughs> hey, Jeremy. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm good. How are you, buddy? I'm doing all right. Right. I have a treat for us today. Ooh. Uh, Jeremy, we live in a, a crazy state. 
the state of Florida. Yeah. It's a great state. If you didn't know already, Jeremy, we have another user-submitted podcast Ooh. to steal. This heist brought to you by Mama Chuck on Twitter. Oh, hey, Mama Chuck. It's Chuck. Yeah, what's yep. up, Chuck? So she submitted one, and uh, she wanted to hear cults. Ah. Cults. It's one of my favorite bands. Is it a band? Yeah. I've never heard a band called Cult. Yeah, well, I'll play you something. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be great. All right, so cults exist. And, Jeremy, we have had several cults in Florida, actively have cults in Florida, they come, they go, people get busted. One of the things I didn't want to go over when it came to this topic is cults are fucking crazy, and uh, a lot of them, like, fuck with kids pretty bad. And I didn't want to go over any of those cults. So yes, I, I'm, what a downer. <laughs> yeah. And when I was doing research for this, and I texted Chuck, I was like, thanks for such a fucking depressing <laughs> topic. They're all child molesters and rapists and fucking murderers. Like, were they out in the Everglades, the Okeechobee? No, um, there's a there's a few that I'm going to go over, and several of these are very uh, very interesting. Uh, but I think the important thing to start this episode uh, with is ten signs that you're probably in a cult. So this will help our listeners identify if <laughs> what they are experiencing is cult behavior. It'd be so funny if you like were totally invested in your thing and you listen to this podcast. You go, oh, oh shit, I think I'm in a cult. Yeah, so this will help you distinguish that. <laughs> um, number one, the leader is the ultimate authority. So if you're a part of a group and the leader is the ultimate authority... That's stage number one. So you're not allowed to criticize them. Um, they're usually very charismatic, and they contain supreme knowledge. They say or claim that they are the Messiah, a messenger, a prophet, or enlightened by an outside source. So these people have been bestowed upon special knowledge or power. They speak through me. Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> have you heard this church there was a church where the the minister the pastor whoever goes up and he says he's like now i know that there's six witches in this here church i got your name i got your number i got an address for one of them <laughs> one of them's in my wife's bible study class you know who you are you dirty witch <laughs> have you heard that no dude it's so i feel like i heard it just now it's Jeremy. so fucking funny dude i think you did it justice uh also they try and convince their members to forfeit their critical thinking ability which that is a standard when it comes to cult practices is that's gaslighting isn't it pretty much um, so basically you have to forego all of your own ability of thinking for yourself so that way you can give into their authority and their purposes. They, uh, suppress, number two is they su suppress skepticism. So if you're like, I don't know about that, and you'd be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't think there's actually witches in here. Another witch! <laughs> <laughs> so you have to get your information from approved study or from the organization itself. Uh, otherwise, uh, they will denounce it. Again, critical thinking is an infectious disease, and they make every attempt to suppress it. Any people that doubt in the group are tend to be they tend to uh, become isolated by the group, and uh, or they even isolate themselves, and then they focus solely on the doctrine of the cult. 
uh, you can't criticize. Uh, and at that point, they would use people who do criticize. They would uh, use terms like the anti, anti Greg, right. or, you know, or uh, the apostate, <laughs> or uh, uh, just a suppressive person. It says. <laughs> um, so you can't consume any material that is uh, critical of the group. Um, they delegitimize former members, so people get out. Those people are dead to you. Right. And, uh, you know, they usually leave with very little integrity. Uh, they're, dis- they're, they're, they're dismissed as being bitter or angry, dishonest or evil, and they shun them. Uh, number four, the group is paranoid about the outside world. So, secrets. Um, they position themselves as the sole refuge from an evil outside world that is intent on their destruction. They really rely on paying members. So they tried to be very aggressive in their recruitment effort. Jehovah's Witnesses. Which, in my opinion, based on after reading this, Jehovah's Witnesses are definitely a cult. (laughs) I think you could argue any major religious uh, group, like like the super churches. Yes. It's very cult-like. So this is my understanding, uh, based on the research I've already done. All churches are cults. Not all cults are churches. Agreed. And we're, we're talking about religious churches. So it's like squares are rectangles. Not all rectangles are squares. <clears throat> it's like what you said is like, uh, God speaks through me, so I speak the truth. Yeah. Listen to me, because I speak for God. Yeah. Makes them the ultimate authority. They take your money. <clears throat> so, you know, in, in your opinion, you're practicing your faith, and you're giving your money to your church, and so you are fulfilling your, I'm giving my money to God based on what the Bible says. But no, you're giving it to a dude. Well, yeah, they never second guess. You're giving it to people. After they give all this money to the church, they never look around and realize, oh, my church really run down, and my pastor's got a gold Rolex and is driving a Mercedes Benz. Yeah. That's weird. This is not every church. Oh, of course and this not. is not yeah. every situation, and I'm not... Yeah generalizing that this is the norm. A lot of organized religions tend to be cultish. When you, But I would say, yeah, those mega churches, those are corporations. Right. Tax-free corporations where someone's making buku bucks. And that money that you're donating to for outreach, for helping poor people, all the things that you, you think that you're spending that money on. Did you hear about that guy in Miami? His the family, jets? They, uh, they, they've been running a church or whatever, and then his son took over, and the son's uh, wife has been fucking the pool boy mm-hmm. while the guy watches his wife and jacks off. Like, they were in charge of all of these churches and stuff in Miami. Oh. You don't know about this? It just, uh, it just came out. This? It just came out. Uh, the guy, uh, Giancarlo, was the pool boy, uh-huh. and he was fucking the, the dude's wife while the dude was watching like jack it off, but oh. then he's like, "Oh, sex is bad." Oh yeah, he'll tell to, everybody yeah, else that. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so they re- the group relies on shame cycles is number five. Um, you need your group in order to feel worthy, loved, or sufficient. Um, the leaders trap members in shame cycles by imposing abnormally strict codes of conduct. Uh, conduct usually prescriptions, uh, prescriptions about diet, appearance, sex relationships, media. Yeah, one of the things these cults do is they'll either be you know, like you had brought up uh, before we recorded, uh, when I told you what the topic was about, uh, you know, you have sex cults, uh, and then you have uh, abstinence 
cults, like no sex at all, and then you got super sex cults. Like it's all shapes and sizes. Well, even in those, I feel like in those abstinence cults, it's like abstinence for you, but not me. Oh sure. It's oh like, yeah. None of these it's leaders okay. practice. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, little Mary. They... I know we said no sex, but it's different because I. In, in the embodiment of the Lord, <laughs> so I can lay my pipe upon you. All right, I'll just move through the rest of these real quick because I want to get to my first cult. Let's do it. Uh, the leader is above the law. Absolute. That's what I was just saying. Exactly. The, yes. The group uses thought reform methods. Uh, so that's brainwashing. You know, they brainwash their congregation. Uh, the group is elitist. Uh, they see themselves as enlightened, chosen, elect organizational uh, organization tasked it's with better. radically transforming individual lives in the entire world it's better than thou there is no financial financial transparency <laughs> you are giving to this group and you have no idea what's happening with your money the group performs secret rites that's like the most extreme i guess so like if this was the list you'd be like okay you don't know if you're in a cult gary all right you go through everything well you know uh, you, you do sacred rites fuck <laughs> yeah there was this one time where they locked the door and i had to cut uh, my hand open and drip my blood into a cup fucking, i don't know the fucking lamb oh and the crow and that big dildo <laughs> <laughs> let's just say it wasn't on my forehead for very long you know what i mean <laughs> all right i'm gonna do this one this one is just quick and funny so this guy's in florida this uh took place approximately 2018 and this man attempted to start a cult with like online advertisements. <laughs> and so this was uh, started in, a Facebook. This group. was in, yes. <laughs> Panama city uh, was basically offering a 90 day, 90 day feminizing boot camp taught by wealthy men to 25 to 40 year olds with shattered dreams is basically how he advertised it. He's offering openings for two or three live-in girlfriends for an older <laughs> white male in St. Andrew's area below is an embed from his Facebook page. So that breaks down like this. This was his Facebook post, Jeremy. <laughs> Come live in the St. Andrew's area. Older white male has openings for two or three live-in girlfriends. Your share of the bills will be very reasonable. You can stay short-term or long-term as long as you don't bring any drama or baggage with you. This is a warm, safe, loving household. As such, we will be doing things together. We will hang together, eat together, and sleep together. <laughs> Nobody gets a separate bedroom. We are a family. If you are curious and have any questions, feel free to ask. As the man of the household, I make all final decisions on who is welcome, and if you cause more problems than you're worth, who goes? Again, happiness and laughter is what make a home a place to be. You must be under 40, <laughs> open-minded, great sense of humor, have a steady job, and be punctual with your p portion of the bills. <laughs> Double Ds and a tight puss. <laughs> and then he even has a website with a section titled, It's Not Too Late, Yet. <laughs> I feel like that's, like, it's not redundancy. What What is this? Is, is it redundancy? It's, it's, redu it's not too late. Yet. Dot, yet. dot, dot. Yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, so then is there response? Do you have responses? Because I'm sure there was plenty of women out there who were like, "Well, that sounds like a pretty good gig. That's reasonable." Oh yeah, I'm under uh, forty. <laughs> the advertising copy, the advertising copy that he did, is basically okay. Let me set this up. Are you between twenty five and forty years old? Are you tired of the same old games? Are you tired of broken promises and shattered dreams? 
Do you watch old reruns that actually had happy, complete families like Father Knows Best and Wish You Were Living Back Then? If you answered yes to any of the above questions, then guess what? It's not too late. Yet. This is a very <laughs> exclusive live-in course, live-in course, sorry. This is a very exclusive live-in course, and very few will be accepted. Two to three, to be exact. You must be willing to listen, to learn, and to change. You must be physically fit with no handicaps, no <laughs> felonies, no drug addictions, and no more than two children. <laughs> and then in, in, uh, uh, in uh, parentheses, children not allowed except for special light hours on the weekends. <laughs> At the Woodmancy House, you will go through a very low-cost, complete, and very comprehensive, hands-on, 90-day feminizing boot camp. Here, you will learn the skills that have kept families together for millions of years. (laughs) Back to the Basics will teach you the cooking and cleaning skills that will make your man smile as soon as he walks into the door after a hard day at work. Specifically, or... Especially if you greet him nicely dressed with a smile and a cold drink in your hand, and you better be fucking nude. That's it. I added that part. Um, you will also learn how to properly freshen yourself and any little children that will be greeting him at the door. No one wants to see snotty noses and a day's worth of filth on those little faces. After all, they are his pride and joy. Okay. This guy fucking rocks, dude. <laughs> this guy's fucking awesome. Are yeah. you kidding me? This guy fucking rules dude i wonder if my fiance took his course in feminizing boot camp because <laughs> every time i come home there's a cold drink waiting for me oh that's very strange this guy's on to something dude this, this guy he uh, <laughs> uh one of his blurbs is i'm just happy to be living in america where i get to decide what goes on in my house i get to decide how i want to live so if you're in my house i can eat human babies if i want That'll I, be, I think you added that part. <laughs> that's next week's course after the 90-day feminizing. <laughs> next week's course is my three-course baby meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this dude, he's basically like, I'm going to groom you. Because that's that's how it starts. He's got this, right, okay, he's got this information. He is the, he has made it very clear in his post. He is the decider. He is the man that makes all the decisions. And you are going to change, like he said, and you're going to learn from his teachings, and he's going to fuck you whenever he wants, because you got to be fit, and you got to be... But he doesn't say, I can fuck you whenever I want. It says they sleep together. They do sleep together, but they also hang together. You know this guy's a family that hangs together sleeps together. (laughs) (laughs) We will hang together, eat together, and sleep together. I'm having a conundrum right now, Mike, because I kind of support this guy a little bit. Well, because he's, I mean, number one, he's saying exactly what he wants. He's laying it all out there. This is this is how it's, if you say yes to this fucking crazy thing that I yes. put on the internet, then you deserve every second well, no, you're, if <laughs> of I, the time that you're in the, the whatever house. I put this out there, and you responded because you're, you saw something in this post that made you want to be a part of what I have to offer. I feel zero sympathy for any woman that joins up to that cult. I mean, it's laid out right in front of you. The, so. Everything is there. Indentured servitude. We sleep together. I tell you what to wear. You, uh, you better clean that kid's snotty I'm, face. Yeah, I'm going to teach you how to clean your ass. Yeah. that's. I mean, he's got to teach her how to clean it because he's the one who's going to be eating it out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes sense. I'm not actually mad at this guy. But, this is, but the thing is, Jeremy, this is how cults start. Preying on 
very um, open-minded and manipulatable people. This seems more like a lost lady type thing. This is a lady who doesn't really know what her worth or place is in this world, and she's looking for someone to tell her what to do. And there's a lot of people on this planet like that who need to be told what to do, and yeah, they, but they respond other ways. to that. And there's other ways. Oh, for sure there is. Yeah, this is the I most don't have unhealthy a, version I don't have, of it. I don't have a problem with this guy at all. He made a post. He <laughs> said, this is what it is. And if you fucking jump onto that, I mean... He didn't say, hey, we've got lots of snacks and you'll be free forever. And then you go in and shut a dungeon door. I mean, he says it's 90 days. So yeah. worst case scenario, it's three months. Well, it's a 90 day but this is training the thing. boot camp. But this is the thing, right? It starts off with this, let's say, friendly welcoming to ne'er-do-well ladies that need a place to go, right? It starts. That's how it starts. They say yes, and they think they know what they're getting into, because you feel like he's laid out everything in front of you, right? And then you get there, and that's not the case anymore. That's the issue. Because once once he has you, and he says, okay, you've begun the first step, you showed up to my house. <laughs> <laughs> and now, the grooming and brainwashing can commence. See? And so you had a plan in your brain going into this thing, and then you, being a gullible, receptible person to outside information and perhaps somebody with uh, a knack for authority, you know, you hold on to that and then you just don't leave. And then he starts getting into that weird shit because you've been there for a year and a half, you know, a year and a half or something like that. Right. And then you do start eating dildos, you know, <laughs> I'd like to see a group of like strapping young men who catfish this dude <laughs> and show up to his place. My name's Batilda. <laughs> yeah, but they just use all these catfish photos. And he's I like, only have two children. <laughs> he's like, oh man, finally all these hot young co-eds want to come stay with me in my cult. And this it's your just... weird sex dungeon? <laughs> yeah, they just show <laughs> up and they're like, man, what you got going on here, pappy? <laughs> uh, don't move too quickly. You can see on my side I got a 357 Magnum. And, I uh, am startled by quick movements. <laughs> so don't try anything funny with Mancy. <laughs> Like, I'm just a good Panama City boy, okay? He's <laughs> like, these are my two kids, Edward and Jeffrey, the 17 year old. This is my kid, Kimber and Buck. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see someone catfish that dude. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Dude, Panama City is also trash. Let's, not, let's, <laughs> let's get it right, because I don't want people to get an idea about Florida. Like, it's all cults and stuff. Oh, I mean, it really is. Panama City is trash. Well, that's where this guy's trying to make a cult. <laughs> so that's that's the guy who's actively out there trying to get, you know, trying to get a new cult in the books. Now, an old cult. I like that. From Florida. An old cult from Florida. And probably one of the most fascinating concepts when it comes to uh, their ideas of the universe that I've ever seen. And you're going to fucking get a kick out of it. All right, so if anyone has any idea or if you've listened to any cult pulled podcasts or seen the documentary on these people, I'm sure there's one out there. Um, I only just discovered it during my research. I had no idea these fucking people existed. But the good news is they left a very large plot of land when it was all said and done that is now a beautiful nature reserve. So that was their commune originally. But it is now uh, no longer a... I think their last living member died in like the 70s or something. But anyway... So this is called the Korashan Unity. Korashan? Korashan. Korashan. The Korashan Unity. <laughs> K-O-R-E-S-H-A-N. Korashan. 
Korshan? Korishan. Korshan. Korshan. Unity. All right. So this is this dude comes up from New York and then eventually makes his way down to Florida. And this is like the it starts off in the 1890s. And, you know, I'm just going to read the thing. With its warm climate and seemingly endless coastline, Florida was a natural magnet for settlers from colder northern climates and all manner of pioneers. In the 1890s, Florida became home to one of the state's most interesting and influential pioneering communities, the Korishan Unity. Uh, that was the late 19th, early 20th century religious utopian community originally founded in upstate New York by Dr. Cyrus Teed and later headquartered in Chicago, Chicago before finding its permanent home in a 200, uh, I'm sorry, in a 320 acre plot of land in Estero, south of Fort Myers, where Teed intended to found the New Jerusalem. <laughs> you know, right off with the name. That's, that's the way to get people in, dude. New oh. Jerusalem. Bold. Yeah. All right. So among the most interesting beliefs of the Korishanity was the cellular, <laughs> cellular cosmology or the hollow earth theory. But this is not what you just shout out to Robert Bird. No, this is completely different. <laughs> this is completely different. All right. Nothing like that. <laughs> According to cellular cosmology, Jeremy, the Earth was not a convex sphere, but instead a hollow, concave cell containing the entire universe with the sun at the center. So we're not on the fucking top of the planet, Jeremy. We're on the inside of the planet. I might have joined this cult mm -hmm. back in the day. I like this. And the sun is in the center of the Earth. Don't know how that plays, but... So if you took a telescope, Jeremy, and looked far enough into the sky, you could see Australia. So it's Halo. It's a Halo. It's ring. Halo. It's a Halo. Halo ring. Earth. Wow. So we're on the inside of the sphere, right? That's Earth. And the, and the universe is in the center. So all the sun and the stars and everything like that is in the middle of the open cavity. And we're on the outer layer of the inside of the sphere, and we could potentially, like, if you, you know, shoot a gun fast enough, you could shoot somebody in Australia by pointing it at the sky. Interesting. Because it, it would go across the universe and into the other side well, of the there is sphere. Well, no, there is no universe. And they even had uh, this really cool, like, globe. So you see it's like this shell, right? So it has all the continents and water and everything on the inside of the shear. You take a look at it. So you can see... All the continents and everything are inside the shell. Oh yeah! And then so there's a star map that when you when you you know when you open it up, there's an actual sphere in the middle which contains like the sun and stars. I like that. Isn't that bananas? I like that. That's a good way to trick people. <laughs> <laughs> like actually, everything you know is a lie. All right. So. The Korishan beliefs also included a Bayun god, one that was both male and female. Reincarnation, communal social organization, inequality of the sexes. That's nice. Well, if you go against this cult, then you're transphobic. So the Korishan melding of religion, science, and utopian commun communalism attracted the attention and interest, if not the devotion, of such prominent public fig figures as Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, and famed horticulturist Henry Nerling. Um, so they began moving to their new Jerusalem in 1894 down, uh, you said that Henry Ford was a part of this. No, no, no. They said that they gained their interest like enough to be like, what are you talking about? Fascinating. 
Henry Ford's like, shut up and buy my car. <laughs> Idiot. I invented the concept of a weekend because the people that work for me don't have time to go out and buy any of my cars. That's true. Is it? Yeah. Well, thank God. So he, he invented the two-day weekend. Henry Ford did. So, because his employees didn't have enough time to go out and buy cars. I have to look into that. Yep, look That it seems up. pretty rough. That's true. Um, they began moving, blah, blah, blah. By 1904, the growing Khorasan community had incorporated the town of Astero and embarked on years of construction of a number of buildings, including residences, a publishing house, a machine shop, a bakery, a general store, a planetary co- planetary court, <laughs> housing the seven women who managed the unity, an art hall used for plays, concert, lectures, religious activities, and other events, and a power plant which powered electricity not only to the Khorasan community, but also to surrounding areas very advanced for their time. And that was uh, that was well before Florida had access to electrical power. How does that work? In the late 1800s, early 1900s? Yeah, so how did they build the infrastructure they, for electricity when Florida didn't have it yet? Because no one built it yet. They did? They they built it. The Khorasans. Yeah. They were like, we need to power all of our crazy shit and science. I like these dudes. <laughs> all right. So following the death of their charismatic founder on December... Oh, his death is very fascinating. So he died on uh, the 22nd of 1908, and then the membership steadily declined. Uh, and then the Korshan unity continued for many years until the leadership of loyal followers, uh, under the leadership and uh, leadership of loyal followers and members. Um, the last Korshan died in 1960. But this is the crazy thing, and I remember reading this. So this motherfucker dies, right? And he said... What's his name? He was uh, Teed. Um, Teed. Dr. Cyrus Teed. All right, so this motherfucker, again, I'm the Messiah. I am the, you know, I am the the new Jesus, right? right? And he says, when I die, I'm going to not die, and I'm going to be back. Resurrection. Yeah, I'm going to be resurrected. And so these people kept him in, like, a fucking bathtub in the middle of their art room. Like, (sighs) you know that big art hall where they do concerts and everything? Yeah. They left his cold fucking dead body in a bathtub just in the middle of their art center doing arts and crafts and bingo with this dead guy. Just waiting for him (laughs) to pop back. Waiting for him to pop up. It wasn't until 13 days before they were like, at one point, they thought that he was moving, but it it was just him decomposing and gases building up and shit inside of his dead body. This is... I'm sorry, I just had a... You said his name was Cyrus, and then they they put him in this hall. Yeah. Right? Thinking he was going to resurrect. I've actually watched a number of... Resurrections? Of of horror movies. Oh. Where the characters... Specifically, I just watched one. It's where they hunted down monsters. Um, It was The Werewolf Within. Oh. On on, uh, Disney+. Plus. I saw that. I haven't seen it. I... Correct me if I'm wrong, people listening, but I think that dude's name was Cyrus, is the one... And then... uh, the, the like casket opens up and he's turned himself into an animatronic <laughs> to like talk to everyone and give them the spiel of what they need to do. What? And then the coffin closes again. Oh my God. I did that in my D and D campaign like four years ago. Really? Yes. Yeah. They, they did this on that show. Werewolf within 20. Werewolf I have, within I have recordings of 2018. They stole it from you, dude. Literally. That's how I got my, my I got, that's how I got my party together was in a church and then the dude that they all had a, a relationship with, he died. And yes. then it was his funeral. And then they all had to go to his funeral. And that's how they all met. And that's then how the, the casket party, opens and up. And then he opens up and his dead body pops and, out. And he's an animatronic. Well, the, the difference was uh, the he had given instructions to the priest. And the priest was just supposed to pour this potion on him. And so basically it gave him animation for like... 
30 seconds. So mm. that way he could do his spiel, and then he just went le- limp dead again. <laughs> this, this... And it was actually really funny, because the priest and him didn't have a very good relationship, so he just kind of flopped his body back into the cast and just shut it with <laughs> his foot. <laughs> and then it was just in nonchalantly. The, in the werewolf one, it was his uh, wife or whatever, and uh-huh. she cranked a thing. She cranked it, and he came to life to do his little spiel, and then the electricity went out again. He was like... Oh. But they stole, stole that Stole my you, fucking idea. <laughs> you know what? But that uh, that trope of I've, not a trope, I guess it's not a trope, but I've seen that name, that Cyrus yeah. name has been in many a horror movie with a similar kind of idea, like the body on display. Not saying they're related, but that made me. It, like, I wouldn't be surprised. It, it yeah, takes you one bit of research to find something like fucked up like that, and then you Holy have a shit, whole storyline in your brain. Cyrus Teed. So this dude, overall, um. This isn't really one of those cults where, um, you know, it was violence or, uh, you know, uh, uh, beating people up and shit. It was more of celibacy. And so members in this community, there was like three different stages. You could be a member coming in or you could be uh, someone who could visit, but you didn't have to do any of their rules or anything. And there's a lot of strict rules. Um, There's like the next tier where you could have sex, but only for... uh, Reproducing, Reprodu- yeah, that was it. Like, and then the fi- like once you reach the final stage, it's full celibacy. So it doesn't really give you the opportunity to grow a congregation over time. <laughs> you have one moment. There's one tier. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but it's for reproductive rights or reproduct uh, reproducing. So can it w- was there any laws with that? Like who you can reproduce with? Uh, I mean, obviously, you had to be married. It was like married people. So well, maybe, maybe very... not. Maybe he did. Was like, you know, fuck marriage. It's not. It doesn't matter anymore. No, it's like, oh, you're at this tier, so you, I fuck all of the young girls on this tier and get them pregnant. Was it that malicious? You or know what? Was I'm it... gonna die before World War Two, World War One, anyway. So don't worry about me, and you do what you want. What decade? What decade am I talking in? Man, see, feel, it's New Jerusalem. Is see? this the thirties? Is this the thirties? I feel like you know the early nineteen hundreds is still the same. <laughs> I'm gonna give this guy electricity before they ever heard of it. See, Electro City. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be electric boogie woogie woogie. <laughs> and so he said, electric boogie woogie woogie. <laughs> and they boogalooed, and it was good. <laughs> Be careful to not look too high in the sky. You might see your neighbors. <laughs> you jump on a tra- trampoline and end up in Australia. Papa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Cyrus so those team. all those acreages now is like now a, na- a weird, creepy national park and like all the old buildings and everything. Not anymore. You said there. it's south of Fort Myers. Yeah. Fort Myers got destroyed in Hurricane Ian. Well, I mean. That 320 acres is underwater. It's a lake now. Well, Lake maybe. Teed? They should call it Lake Teed, dude. Could be, could be. <laughs> All right, so just a, just a couple of things looking looking into this. Um, so uh, he, he had the cellular cosmo- cos- cosmogony. 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 C-O-S-M-O-G-O-N-Y. Cosmogony. Cellular cosmogony. Cosmogony. It's made with it's made with sweet cosmogony. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the it's the branch of science that deals with the origin of the universe, especially the solar system. Ah, it's my apartment. I have many leather bound books, and my apartment smells <laughs> of rich cosmo- cosmogony. Cosmogony. <laughs> cosmogony. Uh, anyway, 
So he was conducting experiments on the beach that showed the horizon curved up eight inches every mile, thus proving that the horizon was concave, not convex. The rectilineator he used for the experiment can be seen in the art hall, along with a hollow globe. Um, supposedly, Hitler was also intrigued by his thought. He thought that if he built a powerful <laughs> enough telescope, he could see FDR over in the White House and watch what he was doing. <laughs> Silly meth-fueled Hitler. <laughs> okay, so in addition to his contributions to science, Teed founded Koreshanity, a religion that was to supersede Christianity. Many of the women became followers because Teed taught equality of the sexes and races well in advance of the rest of the country. Koreshanity also taught celibacy. Men and women lived separately and children were raised communally. Um, so he thought that the act of celibacy would create immortality. And of course, it shot holes in that theory when he died. <laughs> and then when he did die, they propped him up in a tin bath in the art hall, assuming that he would resurrect himself after the customary three days and nights. Several days after, uh, he still re they regardless, uh, they still remain hopeful. Um, so finally, the health inspector got involved. <laughs> <laughs> they said, and so the the guy said they still thought he'd come back. He was just being stubborn about it. <laughs> Oh, is that him? Cyrus T, dude. Oh, look at he that. He changed his name to Kosher. Yeah, which is like Hebrew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they kept a 24-hour vigil at the mausoleum so nobody would be there to greet him, and uh, they didn't abandon hope until after 13 years later. Wow. Th they let 13... Any day now! <laughs> All of his sinew is gone, and they're still like, he's gonna rise, dude. Oh, that's not even... That, they didn't even decide... Nature decided it for them. Because uh, Cyrus Teed's body was washed out to sea by a hurricane. <laughs> oh no, the Messiah. No! Off to sea. He's got a new adventure. You know what? He probably just woke up. He probably just woke up and that happened. Fuck, man. Oh, yeah. He's out there still sailing that bathtub, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, the place was well manicured. They had all these gardens along a bunch of roads, and they fucking made all this crazy shit, and they like they made like 600 loaves of bread a day, and they wow. donated shit to homeless people. Like They did a lot of good shit. They just believed in a lot of crazy things. It doesn't sound like they did anything bad. Well, they separated women from their children, and then basically said, you can't fuck no mo. Well, did the children deserve it? No. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping there was a chance. To, to be separated from their mothers? I was just hoping there was a chance. <laughs> I just think it's so great that the dude dies, and it's just all the crazy brainwashed people left over, and they're just like, any day now! And then, you know, Hurricane Osmodius or whatever comes in and just, whoop! <laughs> well, I wonder what the name of that hurricane is. Get a Viking funeral. <laughs> Did they name hurricanes well, it was back then? Thir so he died in 1908, and All it was right. 13 years later when his body got washed away. So approximately uh, 19 fucking 21. So I'm reading right here. Uh, <clears throat> Cyrus, old Cyrus, actually died. Um, there was a in a store in Fort Myers. Mm -hmm. His followers got into a fight with some people outside of the store. And a marshal came to break it up. Well, Cyrus showed up to stop the violence. He's like, hey, we shouldn't be fighting. 
And then a marshal showed up and proceeded to beat Cyrus, which he succumbed to death to his injuries. Beat him to death later, yes. And that's how old Cyrus. That's a fascinating died. scenario. Well, you tried to break up this fight. Fuck you. <laughs> well, it, from everything we've heard about old Cyrus Teed Tweed. Tweed, like oh, he, a jacket, he, or is he, he was probably <laughs> trying to break up the fight when the Martians showed up. He's probably like, oh, the Earth is hollow. We live in the entire universe. Ah! He's like, what the fuck are you saying, old man? <laughs> Look, it's the queen. He points up to a star. <laughs> it's a queen. It's over there. You can't have sex anymore. <laughs> I fuck your daughter. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, he died from uh, injuries from this marshal. And then you were talking about, uh, I was looking up, you said he got washed away in a hurricane, yeah, hurricane. his body? Yeah. It was uh, 1921, the Tampa Bay Hurricane. That's what took it. That, that's that's what, what took his body off to sea. <laughs> it killed eight people and took him out to... Nine, technically. <laughs> they were well, just waiting for him to come back. He was mid-resurrection. <laughs> he was <laughs> mid-resurrection. He was in the prime of his resurrection <laughs> when, they, <laughs> when they washed him away. Yeah, I just imagine them just saying, it was going to be tomorrow, probably. <laughs> it's just God being like, all right, let's get rid of this guy. Well, anyway, there's actually somebody that I know when I was doing research on, actually, Chuck herself, who suggested the cult topic, actually has personal firsthand experiences with cults in Yuma. Let's Yuma? try and get her let's try and get her on the horn. Uh Chuck famously from the Halloween episode did the tarot card reading. I don't even remember what that reading came out as. Hello? Chuck. Chuck. Hi. You're on the podcast. Oh, hey, Chuck. Oh, God. <laughs> Hi, Riley. Hi, Jeremy. Hi. I'm on a podcast. Again. Again. <laughs> Again. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, so we had, uh, uh, we, we were going over uh, your topic, cults. Uh, cults, my favorite. That's right. And uh, can you ask her a question for me real quick? Yeah, yeah. Do you know the band, The Cult? Um... No. She sells sanctuary. Firewoman. Did you say seashell sanctuary? She sells. She sells sanctuary. Oh, she sells, not she, not seashells. After we get off the podcast, seashell sanctuary on the seashore. When we get off the podcast, look up the cult, the band from the nineties. You'll hear it and be like, "Oh my gosh, this is a band! I didn't even know they were a band." (laughs) (laughs) All right, so. Uh, we we were talking when we were doing research. You had brought up how you had firsthand experience in dealing with a cult in Yuma. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. So can you kind of go over with us some kind of the the uh, some of the stuff that you heard uh, from firsthand people in this cult? Yeah, sure, no problem. I would love to share my experience with you. All right, the floor is yours. Awesome. So. Uh... <laughs> So the whole reason I know anything about this is because, uh, you know, as many churches, uh, they tell their congregation to go out and, and find new people and bring them, you know, to the church so they can get in good with, you know, God. <laughs> Only this church, like, you have to you have to be exclusively invited Ooh, by a member. Oh, <laughs> fancy. It is fancy. <laughs> VIP. Yes. And then, you know, they give you, like, the VIP tour, and they treat you all nice and stuff, and, and then they hit you with the, well, if you want to be a member, we're going to have to, you're going to have to tithe for us. 
Of course. There's always money involved. Of course, yeah. So the way that they had it set up was they would take 10% of your gross pay from your paychecks, uh, and then whatever was left, you got, you know, the government took its cut, and then you got whatever was pennies afterwards. So they, wait, they took 10% pre-tax? Yeah. Pre-tax. Wow. God gets his cut first, and then the government. Wow. (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But it gets even crazier. Because, (laughs) so, when you joined the church, you would join a cell. And, well, like like, like, like a jail cell, like a a group. Like, they call it a cell. Like, your group. Like how people say incels. Or like a cellular cosmology. Cellular cosmology. (laughs) (laughs) Getting good and right with God on a cellular. That's right. (laughs) But, But, yeah, so... Each cell had a cell leader, okay? And that leader was basically in charge of all of the people of the group and made sure that they lived a good, you know, <laughs> a good godlike uh, lifestyle. I'm not going to name it the religion that this was because they did, you know, like many churches or many uh, cults, they start off as churches. Right. <laughs> but um, so you had to live by their quote-unquote godly lifestyle so this person was like your spirit boss yeah pretty much like you had to dress the way that you know they approved you had to do and make decisions in your life that they approve like if you were offered a a promotion at work you had to go through your cell leader first and make sure that that it was it was copacetic with their lifestyle and stuff like that (laughs) they're like like, wait 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 how much is the pay increase (laughs) (laughs) pre-tax Garbage. You need to make more. <laughs> we need that 10% cut. <laughs> so what other yeah. things would this guy decide for you? Uh, if, if you liked somebody. Like, say you liked somebody from another cell. What, like like-like uh, somebody? Like like-like them. Like like-like yeah. like, them. Like, like, like you know, like romantically wanted to pursue a person in a different cell. Spicy. Okay? Wait, like like-like-like them? Like, yeah, like, 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 triple dog, like, <laughs> a triple yeah, dog yeah. like you, <laughs> like you, you better like them because if you went, if you went to your cell leader with romantic intention towards somebody else, that was like, you're not just dating, you're going to get married to that person. Oh like, shit. That's your fucking, that's your husband or your wife. Like that's who you're going to marry. So Damn. it's not even like like you're oh I want to date around and see who's good for me. No, it's like so you go to your cell leader and you're like, hey, I'm romantically interested in so and so. In Jennifer, right? Blasphemy. So <laughs> go to Jennifer's cell leader and ask, you know, hey, like, you know, Ben from my group likes Jennifer. Like, can we? What do you feel? Like, how do you think this relationship is going to go? And then if both of the cellulars agreed that you were a match, then they would go back to you and they would tell you, yeah, you can romantically pursue this person. I just imagine that those two cellulars meet up at like a local bar and they're just like, so fucking Todd likes Jennifer. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, oh, man, you know, well, Jennifer's a slut, so, you know, if, 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 if you want to take, take her off my hands, you know, did, she, she's fine they, with Todd. Did they do like a... Like old school Europe rules, where the lord of the cell had to uh, consummate the marriage. 
on the night of the wedding? I don't know. Like, did they braveheart it? <laughs> did they, they Booty Town News it? <laughs> yeah, I probably would have found out if I had joined and then I would have some better intel for you guys. But unfortunately, like, that sounded like way too much work to be disappointed in a relationship. And, <laughs> you know, I had already experienced enough of that on my own. I don't need God guiding me to the wrong one, too. Sure. So, so tell us, how, how did you get this information? I was invited by a really, uh, she was a coworker of mine. We really hit it off. She was a really cool pers- uh, person and she joined the group or she joined the church, um, you know, because as many people do, they want to find some kind of spiritual connection or whatever. So right. bigger. So she joined the church and uh, she was like raving about it. Um, and she actually worked her way up to becoming a cell leader. So she was explaining to me all the rules and, and stuff that they had to follow. Oh, wow. Any yeah. other any and other crazy rules? Um, well, other than, you know, like the tithing and the making you live a specific lifestyle and not letting you, like, the dating thing, they wouldn't, uh, they, like, if you went on a date with the person that you were interested in, you weren't actually allowed to be alone with that person. You had to set up a date through your cell leader, and your cell leaders had to join you on the it's date. A bunch of cucks. It had to be a pre-approved Bunch of cucks activity. in this call. Yeah. So, a lot of the times, it was like a, a like a Bible study or something. Oh, uh, that's lame. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nothing gets me rock hard so, like the Bible. <laughs> so one of the one of, one of the things I've noticed about these uh that these cults is that they don't like like most cults don't like fatties. <laughs> no, that's right. Uh, <laughs> so all of they the don't. leaders They have like um, a lot of rules about being fit and It's like you must believe in hollow yeah, earth you, and you can do 40 push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> so the cell leaders for this particular church, they had to be under a certain weight. Of course. Um, they had to have their hair, you know, done. A certain way. Makeup. Uh, well, I was going to be a cell leader, but I missed weight. I was going to be a cell leader, but I missed weigh-in. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they actually even went so far as to buying uh, some of the, the cell leaders, like, plastic surgery. They paid for plastic surgery. (laughs) Well, they must have not been reading that Bible. They must have not been reading that Bible then. (laughs) (laughs) My God. I mean, it was so bad that even like the military, because, you know, Yuma is a military town. Military town, yeah. Some would say 322. They were actually warned not to join this church because of all of the craziness that they had to endure like there were guys that were coming up to, to their commanders and they were like i'm broke i don't know what to do for the rest of the month and they're like bro you literally have no responsibilities like you don't have bills how are you going broke and that's when they found out about the tithing and uh, they're like okay all right you're done these, and no one else is allowed to join like we're done here these meatheads are getting approached by very fit ladies <laughs> to join their weird incels Yes, and then they, they get in the cells and they promise these young guys, like, oh, we're going to find you your match. You're, you're, you're matched through God, you know? Match.com backslash DOD. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's wacky, yeah. wacky, wild stuff. So you joined this cult, Chuck. Yeah, so you're obviously in the so cult. So you were right? in the cult. Yeah, you joined it. Um, I did. 
Uh, yeah, and I, the whole purpose of me actually uh, even suggesting this podcast was so that I could get more people to follow because I need more in myself. Oh, that's right. I yeah, really cool like MLM that I really wanted to show them. Well, you need to find a match for Gary because no one will fuck Gary. <laughs> Who's Gary? Gary's a recurring character in our podcast. I'll fuck Gary. You'll fuck Gary? <laughs> What's up, Gary? You don't need to join a cult, dude. I'm sure I could find a nice, crazy cult member for Gary. Okay, well, as long as Gary's taken care of, that's all that matters to me. Well, well, thank you so much for joining us, Chuck. We really do appreciate the time. Yeah, no, thanks for inviting me what back was... onto the podcast. Yeah. What was the, what was the name of this cult? She she didn't want to say because again oh. it starts off as like a church and everything. Gotcha. Okay. Hey so. Chuck, tell us what the yeah. cult is off the air. I yeah, just want to know just so I can know and I can do some research. Just text me. Off the air. Just text yeah, me the off, name of the yeah, cult. I, I'll do. I want to do I research. Mean, I, I promise can, not to talk about it. it. I'll tell you, but you better edit this out. <laughs> well, don't do that. Don't make more work for future Michael. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what? I've heard future Michael. Make more work for you. What's the name of the okay, cult? Okay, what's the name of it? So, the, the original name of the the church was called, uh, and then when uh, it really came out big time back in, like, the 90s that they were a part of a cult, um, they changed their name to, uh, and they're actually still extremely active in my community, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, they're, like, they're, like, one of those mega churches, too, with, like, the Fucking big ass auditorium oh, type. No. Hey, yeah. uh, uh, Chuck, this has all got to, I mean, we can edit out the name of it, but they're everywhere. They're in California, Texas, Virginia. I'm looking it up right now. They're in North Carolina. Oh, no. Yeah. They're all over the place. Wait, is there one nearby? Is there one in Florida? I'm going to look it up. Jeremy, oh, we're going to go there. No, we can't. We promised Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the air, Jeremy. <laughs> As long as you don't record it, or as long as it doesn't, you know, get back I'll, to me, because you know they they have enough to. I'll be about the names. Don't worry. There's one in Melbourne and yeah, Palm Bay. they're gonna they have plastic surgery. Their own people. Like I feel like they probably have a couple lawyers in their back pocket too. <laughs> All right, we uh. We might turn this uh, eventually. We might have a second part to the story uh, months from now. Chuck, Chuck they, they got one in Melbourne and Palm Bay. They got, Chuck. They're in Melbourne and Palm Bay. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I mean, uh, I, I don't we'll edit that out. Edit that out. Well, I'll beep the names. Yeah. I'll beep the names. Beep the names. But the but the the logic remains. All right, Chuck. We love you. Love you guys. Thanks, Chuck. All right, you have a good night. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Jeremy. All right, Jeremy. I think the last stage is you and I start a cult. <laughs> this is our cult, dude. This is, give us your fucking podcast, dude. Dude, you, well, yeah. <laughs> give us your money, your tithes, and sweet content you shall receive with the information of the universe. Thou shalt not fuck anything but thine podcast, thine wish to fuck. Thine shall be fit and hot. <laughs> <laughs> no fat is allowed in heaven you know I, ju- I, I as long as you're healthy you know be healthy that's what i want in everyone just to be healthy and just, that could look like anything just do a push-up just sweat once yeah, just give it a shot just you know? sweat at least once a day you know what that's all you gotta do yeah that's all you gotta i don't do. care how big you are just sweat once a day all right um <laughs> so all right but if we did have to start if if we did have to start a cult what would it be called Cult of the Majizzy, Majizzy's? Majizzy Cult? Maj- 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 the Majizzy Cult? Maj- 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 yeah, it's got to be Majizzy Cult, right?
Joe, <laughs> Joe, John Bob, and John, and Johnson's Johnson. jokes and gibberish. <laughs> Joe, Episcop- <John>. Episcopal Church. <laughs> <laughs> come on, you come on down to Joe, Bob, John, Johnson's Episcopal Church. <laughs> I'll tell you come what. on down to Joe, Bob, John, and Johnson's jokes and gibberish Episcopal Church. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Jesus. We've got resurrections. We got everything you need. Big black dildos. <laughs> Ooh, don't fuck that girl next to you. I mean, we're not supposed to call them. Dildos, they're penis gags. <laughs> You'll gag on my penis gag. <laughs> That's Joe Bab Johnny Johnson. J O E. Jeremy almost committed murder just now because <laughs> he fucking killed it with that joke. <laughs> I'd like to actually start I mean, our number one advertiser, obviously, (laughs) there's a website. (laughs) You know, it'd be so cool to be able to, like, sell a rubber chicken that said Majizzy Pot on it or something. Yeah, it really would. That'd be the dream, wouldn't it? Yeah. Selling gags, gifts and gags. A business that I invented in... A long time ago. ...fucking seventh grade. (laughs) Bring it to life, dude. I did that project in seventh grade, and all it was was like spreadsheets and a fake business and learning how to calculate shit on Excel and things like that. Right? Yeah, how to use a spreadsheet, basically. And, yeah, and that's all it was. And they had to they had to come up with a company. It's like, oh, you need to make a business card for your company. So mm-hmm. we did. We used all these Word docs and all these Microsoft, uh, you know, pr- uh, programs to make this stuff for this business. And obviously, Microsoft was holding that information and sold it. So I got as a child. In the mail, a child, a credit card, a, a credit card uh, advertisement, and they actually did like the whole printing on the credit card. It said Joe, Joe Bob's Bob John and Johnson's <laughs> jokes and gibberish, and it took up the entire fucking credit card. But they made a fake one to like be like, "Your business needs a credit card." And it was just like, "Joe, it doesn't need a lot of credit. It doesn't exist." <laughs> But that'd be cool. You had business cards and everything. Mm. It was a picture of me and you from Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was fun times. I'd say, I say we create. And you know what? We, if you guys are hearing this and you we haven't put out any content associated with Joe Bob's John and Johnson's jokes and gibberish, we'll play it now. Oh, boy. Here I am. All alone, just a boy who wants to learn some magic. Hey! Oh, ah! <laughs> hey, fuck that magic noise. You want to come down to Joe Bob Janet Johnson's jokes and gibberish? Who are you? Where did you come from? I'm Joe Bob, and I got friends at a secondary location that you need to follow me to right now, young man. I'm not following you anywhere. You just come on down. down. <laughs> <laughs> We're here at Joe Bob John and Johnson's Jokes and Gibberish. I think I'm going to throw up. Look, we got we got some slappers. We got some rubber chickens. Hey, we got jokes. And guess what? Guess what, sonny? What? You could log on to online, online internet, and go to Joe Bob John and Johnson's Jokes and Gibberish, and we got gibberish tutorials for days. You could learn at least eight dialects. But Joe Bob... What is gibberish? Gibberish. Oh, let me give you a taste. Oh, 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 I don't think I like that. Your ears are bleeding. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, God. Well, so, you, you have jokes? Oh, yes. We got jokes for days. Well, please hey, tell me a joke. I'm uncomfortable. Uh, guess where we're located. Where are you located? In your mom's pants. Oh, God. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> that mom. one's on the house. Oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can get more data. Joe, Bob, John, and Johnson's jokes and gibberish were located in your mom's pants. I really hope it happens before that. But that's future Michael's uh, deal. Which he's being a real asshole again. You're being way too tough on past Michael. I'm great. You hear that, future Michael? I'm doing great. I'm doing the best I can with what I have, okay? You can't hold that against me. Hey, you know what? You know what, future Michael? You fucking sit here and do what I'm doing, okay? And see if you do all right. He He fucking couldn't, He fucking can't. (gasps) That's my leverage. (laughs) Future Michael will never be on the mic. He can't. Except for when he's editing, and then he has his own private mic time. No, the second he says it, he's present, and then he's past Mike. The second it's coming out of his mouth, he's present, Michael. Then he's past Michael. Future Michael will never be on the mic. Future Michael is never on. Well, Only present well, Michael can ever yeah, be on the mic. Future Michael is never going to be on the mic with you. Right. Yeah. So present Michael exists and past Michael exists with me and you. And then he has to bumble through all of the stuff that we say and do to make it <laughs> listenable. <laughs> From the sounds of things, I think you've already created a cult, a cult of one. Which is three, <laughs> past, future, and present, Michael. <laughs> oh my god! It's, it's, it's all versions of, of myself. The cult of through the infinite reality. <laughs> now, hey, uh-huh. but I really need you to understand that you know who this band is. Obviously, we can't play over thirty seconds of a song. Yeah, but we can play it. You know this band, and it's so awesome because it's the cult. Uh huh. Put it on the mic. Here a minute. A, little, a few seconds. Huh. Uh. Uh. What? All right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Love you guys. All right. We are Majizipod. Instagram. Um, the articles... For this, we'll be on the description, and you know what? On Instagram, maybe I'll put photos of that weird hollow earth, because I think that was fucking crazy photo. There's actually some pictures of uh, of Teed that yeah. are pretty... Teed? Yeah, he's yep. picturesque. He's I'll a put him on there. Man. Oh, that one guy, Woods, Woods, whatever, the guy who was trying to make a new cult and failed, because he's a fucking moron. <laughs> um, although, you're a new idol... I, he, he was straight up, dude. I like straight <laughs> up. Just completely dudes. honest. <laughs> I mean, no funny stuff. He didn't lie. <laughs> Lydia can't breathe. Lydia can't breathe. Thank you for allowing us to use your th- song, Sheep. Uh, it's a dope song. It's great. Um, they went on tour in November. Um, oh, Jeremy, are you enjoying this December Christmas season? Yeah, we did get. Uh, we've got this little cold front. Yeah. Through. Yeah. yeah. Starting to chill off a bit. This is ripe 60s. It was 84 today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when we're recording this, it was 84. But, um, yeah, anyway, thank you guys. Uh, We are MajizzyPod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Use the hashtag, just like Chuck did on this week's episode, uh, at MajizzyPod on Twitter, and use the hashtag, I put the money under the rock by 95, 95 the numbers, and we will use that topic we will heist that podcast and we will take it and there's nothing anyone can do about it <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Uh, anyway, uh, what else? Um, I think that's it. Um, oh, uh, we do currently have a contest going on. Uh, that contest, please make sure you go to the website, download our song for the AI contest. You only have uh, a month and a half left or so uh, through December into the end of January. So make sure you get those sent over back to our email uh, with the header um, you know, AI submission. And uh, once you've remixed that song uh, and input your submission, you now have entered into a chance to win a prize, which we have not announced. It'll be a special surprise. Okay? <laughs> it's not because we haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> and it's not because it's going to be super dope, because it will be. I really feel like it's going to be something that I was wearing on a podcast. <laughs> it's a can of jelly beans. You get these special majizzy beans. <laughs> I'm going to just give my hat to somebody. Majizzy beans, Jeremy. <laughs> majizzy beans. <gasps> Joe Bob Jonah Johnson's majizzy beans. <laughs> 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 it may be a rubber chicken. We don't know yet. <laughs> well, we may, we but we wait. We might sign it. We'll definitely. If it's a rubber chicken, we'll definitely sign it. We. I feel like I'm scaring our listeners more, <laughs> and they won't submit. It's gonna be better than those things. Okay, I promise. I'll make sure of it. It's a lock of my hair. It's gonna be Jeremy's pubes. <laughs> and I'm Jewish, so those things are wiry. Those are long. Okay. We love you guys. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in every week. <laughs> Tell your friends, please. We're desperate. Love you. Bye. Oh. Bye, guys. No, that's not what the... Uh, 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 all right, bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Future Michael coming at you again. Having to clean up past Michael's bullshit. Um, beeping out stuff. You know what, buddy? I hear I got some beeps for you. You're a piece of shit. Fucking motherfucking poop head, and you know what? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you piss infested cum dumpster. Anyway, thank you, Lydia Can't Breathe, for allowing us to use your song "Sheep." It's pretty dope of you. Thank you so much. And uh, just Michael, I just wanted to let you know the power that I have. Okay, here's here's some stuff that you said. I like beating people up and shit. I enjoy preying on very um, open-minded and manipulatable people. Wow, isn't it crazy? The stuff that you say? Huh? Huh? <laughs> anyway, thank you guys. Appreciate you. Don't forget to submit your songs on the website. All right, bye. She was coming at me with that graphite. Heart, I dude. saw it, and she was like, she was like, yeah. she wasn't even holding it like a pencil. She was holding it like a knife. She's like, I'm gonna shade in your tattoo. You bitch. <laughs>